Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got girls trying to have sex abroad and being friends with the ex. Enjoy, share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. That's right, Feather Studios is on fire. The crowds have come out. They're ringing the bells. They're sounding the alarms. The dogs are out. The dogs are in the studio. Yeah, we're, we're friendly to the service animals. We'll let them in. That's right. Feather Studios is on fire today. Great to be back from a quite a, a whirlwind adventure. Uh, Shelby, I've been gone. Been a I, minute. I was here. Well, to you, it's the same schedule because mm-hmm. Monday I was here. We taped and then we got ahead for the week. And then Tuesday morning... On the road again. I was in Nashville. Let me tell you, Nashville. Wow, what a town. What a reception. We had a we had fantastic crowds at both of the shows. You guys came out. And you know what? What I love about the people that come out? Mm-hmm. Fun. Oh, yeah. Fun. I've heard it's a good town. Great town. But like the audience, the people who like this show. Yeah. Fun people. Oh, yeah. D-T-F-E. Down to... To forever, D- DFE, down for everything. Hell yeah. That's right. We're going to have to cut that out in post. Got but it. D- DFE. Get the scissors out. I right, Get those scissors out, Shelby. We're going to cut mm-hmm. this one up. I'm, I, I'm a little loopy today. I, was, uh, I, you know, I flew back today, so I went in Nashville. What a town. What a drinking town. To- Tuesday night could have been a Friday in any other town in this great country. That's the mark of a great town. That's the mark. What do you do on a Tuesday? Getting fucked up. Are you getting? Are you? Are you drinking on a Tuesday? That's what I want to know. And I gotta say, it's just a great time. I'll, I, I talked about this on Coffee with J Train Patreon. If you're not on it, get with it. Three bucks a month. Hit up that Patreon. Absolutely. Hit, hit, hit up that Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Jared Freed. We're doing blogs twice a week. I'm getting you the inside scoop on the tapings. Yep. And then I'm doing a podcast every Sunday, Coffee with J Train, where I just, I just let it go, right? Just freewheeling. Freewheeling. No seatbelts. Nope. Nope. So pedal to the metal. Pedal to the metal. Uh, P T T M. Uh, so I was talking about how Nashville. For all of you that need to go, you need to go visit. You got to go see it to believe it. Yeah. Stop it with the Nashville has the greatest food. Oh, boy. Stop, I know. I know. We're going to get controversial. We're off the rails. I, 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 a lot of Nashville people will tell you how great the food is. Hot chicken, et cetera. That's, that's the thing. The hot chicken, fine. That's a, but that's like, that's like a, a, a roller coaster. Go ride the roller coaster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a little excitement in my life. Yeah. But you're not going to like live on the roller coaster. You're going to hang, you know, with all the, uh, you know, by the beach and at the carnival games. And, you know, there's a whole, how's the whole park? I don't need to know what the fucking, you know, the, the ride that makes me shit my pants does. Mm-hmm. So what a lot of people, the problem is like, I, I'm going to compare Philly to Nashville. Uh-huh. Philly has better food. Absolutely. Abso- There's no question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You didn't come here. You didn't come to this podcast for dishonesty. So don't get mad right now. Tweet at me. I'll talk to you. Don't get mad, though. Listen. Philly, great food. Mm-hmm. Horrible mascot. Grit, gritty. Gritty. So that's the thing. Philly... You have this delicious food, but a guy who looks like Gritty mm-hmm. is telling you to eat. And you're like, ew, I don't want to eat anything you tell me to eat. Nashville, fine food. Not, it's not even bad. It's just fine. It's good. Go look at Rolf and whatever. Rolf and, that menu doesn't look like anything different than anywhere else you'll get in the country. Okay? Well, you know, FYI. Fine restaurant, not great. The person telling you about it, though, 
is the hottest chick you've ever seen in your entire life. You're like, I want to eat anywhere she tells me. Wearing like jean shorts, Ooh. some type of boot. Like Jessica Simpson in that, in that Dukes of Hazards movie. Yeah. All of them. Gorgeous. The women in Nashville. Wow. I, so my point of this is Nashville is a place people want to tell you they've been more than they want to really be a part of. They don't want to give you the truth. They just want to let you know that they've been there. So they'll just say anything they can. So they'll be like, well, on my trip to Nashville, I ate here and here and here. No, what they did on their trip to Nashville, they had a great time. They just want to, they had fun. They drank Tuesday night out, hanging. The people there, and so nice, they say hi, they, uh, they say hi to you when they get off the elevator like they're the queen of fucking England. Hi, hi. Like they're, they, you know, present, you know, who gets off an elevator and says hello to the people getting on? We don't need that big of welcome. No. You ain't the Duchess. Mm-hmm. So love Nashville. Go from Nashville to um, Columbus. Colu- no, Indy. Oh, my God. So I go to Indianapolis. Great city. Fun city. It, you know, you're good after a day and a half. You've oh, done yeah. It. Mm-hmm. But good, a good day and a half. Doesn't get a lot of credit. I'll give it here. J Train Podcast, stamp of approval to Indy. Great town. Fun town, good people, great audiences. Open for Michelle Wolf there. She's crushing it. There is not room to breathe during her set. An hour of laughs. Crush it. Can't think of a better review. That's, that's the J-Train seal of approval on that. Put it down. We should have a seal sound. That's right. That's the seal of approval for me. That's my seal. Okay, so give it to Indy. Indy, you're getting it. Nashville for your drinking. You're getting it. Michelle Wolf for her hour set that is unbelievable. You're getting it. The big long one. Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> she got the extra long one. That's right. I'm ringing that bell for Michelle. Great set. Then we go to Columbus. Okay. Columbus, another great Midwestern city with great people. Ring that horn. So then I got to rant for a second about something. that I know this should probably be Coffee with J-Train material, Shelby. Yeah. But something happened today that we can get into with our guests. Okay. I just flew back from Columbus. So listen, to all the people that came to any of those shows, the Nashville people, also the women of Nashville, I, I got to say, it's got to be tough to be a single chick in Nashville. I, I, they, they seem like they're going through it a little bit because... The men in Nashville have it figured out. Big beards, they're, they're working out, they're, they're drinking on a Tuesday, and then it just gets refreshed with new energized chicks every week. So if you're a guy there, like to get a girlfriend and then to go, and then they're like, well, I'm busy. Yeah, you're busy waiting for the pedal bike to come by with a new group of chicks that are drunk. All in here, country music, yeah. the, whole, the whole lot. You get some girl from Long Island being like, howdy, and then they get to f- try and fuck her. It's like, why would they ever get, you know, if you're a single chick in Nashville, it's going to be tough to find a guy who can get away from those distractions. That's all I'm saying. My, I'm all over the place. But I, I, Miley Cyrus said, this definitely isn't a Nashville party, but it was for you. It was for you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Shelby referencing a lyric that I don't remember. But I, <laughs> I, I'm with you. You don't on a party in the USA. I do know that. Fan. I love that. <laughs> you're right. I'm wrong. I will say this. Great town, Nashville. Indy, you surprised us. Columbus didn't really get a lot of time, but short north area of Columbus, beautiful. I mean, what? That doesn't even look like a city in America. That, that was like a, a, that was unbelievable. Short north, good for you. Um, and then the shows were all great. And when you get a chance to see Michelle Wolf, you should do that. Also, let me just drop one date on you. Okay, because I'm coming to your city. Mm-hmm. A ring of tang tang and your dang dang. Seattle. Seattle. That's right. I'm coming. I'm going to be singing in your streets. Be bopping. That's right. I'm coming straight to Seattle. Toss salad and scrambled eggs, baby. Baby, but I got you pegged. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with those house and scrambled eggs.
They're on Patreon. They're on Patreon. That's right. All over my face. All over your face. I'm going to put jokes all over your face. Seattle. The Wizard of Haas. The the Salt and the Swipes. The Master of Moms. I'm coming, baby. You know what that means? If you're listening in the Seattle area, time to buy those tickets. Get on it. That's right. This is this is what my show's like. Classic. Very chill. Chill. Very subdued. Yeah, I'm dancing from side to side. That's right. Come on, Seattle. Click that link. JaredFree.com. Four shows. <laughs> Me and Kelsey Grammer. Killing it. Niles. Mm-hmm. That dog. The dad, the dog. We're all going to be there. And I need you to bring a crew because Daphne doesn't want to hang out alone. Mm-mm. We need a whole group there. You, Daphne, the dog, me, your friends. Assemble the group chat. Seattle, baby, I'm coming. Put toss salad and scrambled eggs all over your face. can't believe how long this song is <laughs> so seattle i'm coming buy those tickies it's coming quick uh and i need you because i looked at the numbers it's gonna be me and the dog right you now. and ichiro me, me and ichiro telling jokes so get those tickets we want a crowd four shows four chances to hang uh so i'm ready very excited about today's guest Hilarious dude, a Boston comic, going to be moving to L.A. soon. That's right. Taking his talents to Long Beach. Randy Valerio, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, Jared. It's a pleasure. What an intro. What a a promotional skill you have. Talking about tossing salads and getting pegged. I love it. Promo skills. I mean, listen, the prince of promos, that's why I'm here. And, And the second hardest working guy in show business after Ryan Seacrest. Mr. J. Tran himself. Listen... All it, over the place. I'll man. take one of Ryan's jobs. <laughs> I'll take one, the one he doesn't want. If he he could leave one of his thousands of jobs, and I would take it and try and do just right by Ryan. Uh, yeah, that'd, that'd be more enough to feed your family, your growing yeah, family. Yeah, I'd be okay. Uh, Randy's got a podcast. His 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 PIC partner in crime was on this podcast. Right, my darker just, half. Just a couple episodes ago, Chase Abel. They have a podcast called Ready Set Blow. And that's every Wednesday. Every hash Wednesday, baby. How would you describe, I, I know Chase gave his description, how would you describe the podcast? Uh, just a couple, you know, young knuckleheads catching up, and then the second half we do, uh, we do some news. Chase is not a well-read man. Okay. And I, uh, I've, I've, I've been known to be educated, so I like to hit him with a few topics and get his take on it. Where did you go to school? Uh, I went to Brown University. Brown? So you were Ivy League I guy. don't tell many people that. <laughs> well, really? no, I just told everybody. But, um... Yeah, I, it's Brown, uh, the lesser known of the Ivy Leagues. Yeah, the most expensive of the bunch. Is it? Yeah, I didn't know that. And the, I think the second hardest to get into still. That's right. Ooh, that's, <laughs> I love the drops. Thank you. Gotten very refined here on this show. What uh, do you hang with the Brown people? Did you? Uh, yeah, I guess mean, I got some buddies from Brown. But I yeah, I, I got a bunch in California. It's part of the reason I'm moving out there. Okay, Brown is in Rhode Island. Yes, sir. It gets forgotten about. It is. Well, it's it's the, the most liberal like? of the bunch. Uh, Very liberal school. Which at the time was cool. Now I don't know if it's a, like a fucking uh, you know the free speech allowed there. But uh, yeah, I've been I don't back know. in a while. I, well, you don't hear Brown isn't in the news, so I'm assuming that, you know you don't know. There's two types of stories in this country now. Yep. There's crazy right, crazy left. Exactly. There's the students are <laughs> are marching so that you can't use the word the. And then, <laughs> like that's offensive to somebody. And then there's you know the the all you know the other side where they're marching because they're like, I you know people they're marching against people who have better tans. Yeah, you know, exactly. like it's like <laughs> so there's a there's this big fat part of the middle that you don't hear from. Uh, but I don't hear from Brown in those stories of the craziness, so I'm assuming it's going to be a fun time. I haven't time. either. I, I, I mean, it was a great time when I was there, man. A yeah. Lot of, uh, a lot of partying. I mean, I, dude, every college is, I feel like. I feel like the only school where kids didn't have a good time was uh, 
was Penn. For some reason, I've, really? asked, I've asked dozens of people over the years how they enjoyed college. Oh, it was great. We had a great, great time. Two people only have ever, ever, ever said to me you, they hated college. You know, a they fun, both went to Penn. There's a fun email. I don't know how far back this goes, but it's probably years ago now. I would love to hear back from this kid. I, he probably doesn't even listen anymore. Remember that kid that emailed in? Were you even doing this show then when they emailed in asking which school he should go to? And it was between like Penn or like... Harvard, one of those Ivy League schools, and like Arizona State, uh, and his whole thing was like, "I'm gonna miss out on the party I've been hearing about." And we were, I was like, I remember whoever the guest was, we were just like, "No, no, 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 get the fucking Harvard." Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We just like, I mean, yeah, you can't pass up a school like that. But I will say this: there, you do miss out, man. Like, you went to Penn State. I'm sure you did a lot of shit that I didn't get a chance. Well, to Well, you know what it is. You can always take a trip. You you have the the beauty of college is time. And no one really expects you to do so. You could have four buddies, four girls, whatever it is, and go. Let's go to Penn State. Yeah, and you could find somewhere to crash. That's cheap. You know, you split it amongst four people. You don't care about sleeping on a floor. That's the beauty of it's time and energy. College yeah. is when you That's have the currency. It. You have is time. Yeah, so it's like you know when someone's like, and plus you can create your own days at Brown. You know, like the other thing is. A lot of people want, well, I have, you know, what's going, you know, you have to create your own things and that takes a little creativity. One of my best friends in college, he was one of those people that if you were hanging with him, he wouldn't allow for an event to not be fun. Oh, yeah. So, like, I mean, I was in a fraternity, so we got fucked up yeah, and had a good time. And we did all the things he, t- typical fraternities do. Sure. Breaking shit and throwing kegs and but getting it, hammered. But and all if that you're crap. sitting at your school being like, well... We don't, you know, we at Penn State, they probably, it's like, no, 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 you're not being creative. Like, we had a thing called the NAFTA social, the North American (laughs) Free Trade Agreement social. And it was like, you know, where the top floor was Canada, the middle floor America, the bottom floor Mexico, and it had all the accorda, the the booze that would go with (laughs) each country on each floor. And it's like, and the music music matched each floor. So, like, that type of thing where it's like, that fun, the NAFTA social could be created in any... Surat- yeah. You don't have to be at any school. You just need f- fun, motivated individuals. I also think I also think the size of the school matter. Brown was obviously a lot smaller than Penn State, but also I feel like state schools tend to get hotter chicks, man. Well, I you know, listen, this is the butt for every seat podcast. This is, you know, <laughs> people masturbate to a foot. Cute is 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 perspective. So Very true. You could find anything you'd like at any school. I'd like. Oh yeah, there's plenty of hot girls at Brown. Don't so listen at Randy Valerio on Instagram. Go follow. Go support. Hilarious dude moving to L.A. We got a lot of L.A. listeners at Randy Valerio on Instagram. I'll be posting it on my stories and stuff. August second. He's going to be opening for our buddy Chase, who just came on the show. We promoted Chase's show while he was here. Randy's going to be on the I'm show as well. Back just for that. Just August 2nd, Nick's Comedy Stop. So that's on. You'll be putting it on your Instagram, oh, all yeah, that stuff. So at Randy Valerio, go follow, go support. Should I talk about what happened on the plane? I, oh, I want to hear it. I travel you, a bunch. You, get, okay. you have to. I want to hear maybe the consensus of the group because I right. did get a response that made me block someone on Instagram uh, in, in shocking news. You know, that I had to block him. Yep, you're out. You're out. You don't, don't, you know, don't try. What I, what bothers me on Instagram is the, the, like the negging to like get me to talk to you. I'll have a conversation. I answer pretty much everybody. I'll talk to you and hang. But like, you know, if you're doing something to just be like counter argument, it's like, you're not even, so I go on the airplane. So I get bumped up to first class. You said that you don't like to fly commercial because you don't, don't want to get into a tube with a bunch of demons. Yep, that's me. <laughs> I had to get into a tube with a bunch of demons. Shocking. And I go, it's Columbus to New York. I got bumped up to first class, which happens on these types of flights. Uh, like the, the two hour and below, I'm pretty much, get, you know. You got enough miles on that? I'm already, I'm at that level where that one's going to happen for sure. And then above that, it's a, it's, it's a, it's, we're, we're, we're taking chances. Um, so I get on the, so they say, I see on the app, it's like boarding and then the dude, um, and then I get like, so I walk towards the, the gate and I'm like the last, you know, first class is already boarded. Cause I yep. like was walking from like where the coffee places I was sitting, everyone's kind of boarding the plane. I go to get on the plane and I have my rolling bag that I got from Away, which I, I love that bag. I gotta say, I, I know they've had they sponsored this one before, right? Away bag, yeah, it's a travel bag. Most, maybe they but they sponsor the other podcast. It's a great bag. I, I, you don't have to sponsor this show for me to, you know, give you some love. Um, 
and I got the away bag rolling and I got my backpack. So I'm going to get on the plane. And the beauty of first class is like, okay, you're pretty much guaranteed to get that bag on the plane. Yeah, there should be space over there. There should be space. I'm the first one aboard. And now I'm like. And they don't allow the the peasants out back to put them up with the first class. No, 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 no. They have to put theirs in the pig trough. So (laughs) I go to get on the plane and everyone in first class is already like there. I'm like the last of first class. Above the seat is a, in the overhead, is a guitar. In the case. Now, I've complained about this. Listen, I'm. That's right. We're on the plane. I like it. We're and I I go to <laughs> I, I I go to get in above the in the air, air, air the guitar. I've complained about this before. When you fly to Israel, the biggest problem is the Hasidics put their hat boxes oh. above the thing and they're not shaped like normal bags. I think they so alone they w- are keeping hat boxes in, in stock. Like, no one else has a hat box anymore. This is, Hasidics are keeping the hat box industry alive. But they're not shaped like a normal, yeah. you know, rolling suitcase. So now you just have this, like, hat-shaped box that doesn't, that, that takes up unnecessary space. Empty airspace around it. That's, the guitar is a much worse perpetrator of this crime. Because now the, the guitar is laid across the top thing, the top shelf, and it's taking up the space of what would be three. three. Yeah, it has to be all, all three. Rolling bags. Now I look at this, I go, well, there's no space up here. They've already started filling up the Delta Comfort. I'm not going to put my bag in the way back of the plane. I'm not waiting for everyone to get off for them to me go to the back of the plane, to the pick trough, to go pick up my bag, <laughs> and then bring it out. So I look at her, I go, hey, can we move this, uh, this guitar? down to the closet you know the closet yeah the they front. have a closet for your jacket i go how about in the closet this seems like a, a bad spot for it and she goes and then the guy who now he's revealed i fished out the perpetrator because uh. i go can we this guitar can we put it in the closet and the guy whose guitar was he goes it doesn't fit and I, okay there's my simon there's my garfinger <laughs> there's my there's my oats okay i found <laughs> i found my bruce springsteen there he is and you go, and I go. Well, you can't take the stuff out of the closet, put it up next to my stuff. Put the you know we can switch around the puzzle yeah. to make it work. There's pieces here. So now I'm sitting, there and then I go to the woman. I go, we gotta figure this out. So now Garfinkel is now staring for. He can't make eye contact with me. And also, if it was like a guy who looked like a musician, I would be more okay with it. What is it, some like, banker? Dude, it, it wasn't like. It wasn't like a guy with like one dread and a and an earring dangling and like a vest on. It was like the dad from the Wonder Years. Oh no! And I'm like, what do you? What, what do I gotta do? I gotta fucking. I gotta like. I gotta like move my back because you're going to some fucking rock star fantasy camp <laughs> in New York City. <laughs> so then I look at the woman, the the stewardess, and I go, hey. I, what are we gonna do about this bag? Like I, now, I'm like, what are we? You fig, we gotta figure yeah, here's this out. My bag. I'm trusting Delta now, and listen, Delta, I'm on your side, Shelby. I'm. A, I mean, what, uh, who's bigger Delta guy than a me? Tried and true member. That's right. I love the way Delta operates, and this place, and in this scenario, they've left me down. Left you dry, ha- so, high and dry. High and dry. So I look at her. I go, Hey, what are we gonna do here? And she goes, We're gonna have to. I go, can you pink tag my bag? The pink tag, yeah. I'm a, you know, as a frequent flyer myself, I know the language. So I go, can we pink tag the bag? Which means they'll take it, put it under the plane right away, and then have it waiting for me on yeah. the on gate the, check. On the gate check. She goes, we're not doing pinks, pinks on this ride. I go, okay. Well, she goes, we might have to check it. I go... This is crazy. I go, you're going to check this? And I go, there's... And then I, at this point, I'm yelling. I go, there's a guitar up there <laughs> that's taking up the space of three of these bags. At that point, Garfinkel won't make eye contact. Oh, he has a, he's he's a smiling because he knows I, I, I'm upset. The stewardesses are all like, Ooh, you know, making that face because they don't want... They're like... We got two first class people that are arguing. They're like, we can't take sides. Mm. And then it's there's only one option. Check the bag. And then you just fume the whole way back. Fuming. 
So, I mean, the one thing I put this on Instagram stories, the one thing that came back from this, one person who was blocked. Yeah, they've been blocked. They wrote, well, you that's first come, first serve. No, that's not a proper response to this argument. First come, first serve. What are you? T- that's not how it works. If I first came with three away bags to put above the thing, you would go, no, 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 two of these go down low. Yeah. That's not first come, first serve. He knew it was oversized, like bringing your fucking golf clubs on the flight. It's, you know it's oversized. Exactly. You so, can't do it. So I've now lost trust in humanity because this guy, you know, nobody's a good person on a flight. I've lost trust in Delta because the rules should be if a guitar, oblong, anything that's misshapen should be checked. It should be like skis. You have to check them. You got to check them. Well, listen, we have a few models on this podcast. Beach by noon. You know, you can't tell someone how to feel. The ant theory. The ant theory. This is a new one. You check bags that are not properly shaped. Hacidic hats and guitars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> listen, I'm team Jew all the time, but Hasidics, you ain't escaping me either. You both, you Hasid, the Hasidim and fucking, you know, Rock of Ages. You guys all going to fucking get your shit together. You got your own ambulances. Why don't you get your own planes? Exactly. Do they have their own ambulances? You've never seen those in Williamsburg? No. They've got like their own ambulance. Williamsburg. Whoa. Oh, because I think you're only allowed to touch. The big Hasidic population. They have their own buses well, and the bus stop ads. Listen, this is crazy. This is, uh, we got to figure this Seems out. Like a lot of effort. <laughs> I'm, I'm enraged. Well, Randy, we're happy to have you here. Uh, let's here, do some emails. You ready? Absolutely. Go check out Randy's podcast, Ready, Set, Blow. He does it with Chase Abel, who is just here on the podcast. You can check out both these episodes. Use the Laughable app. That's something, if you're not yeah. using the Laughable app, you're behind. Uh, you're not with it. That's okay. But now it's time to make a change in your life. Laughable, go search it in the, uh, in the iTunes store or whatever, yeah. the app store, um, you can subscribe to me, Jared Fried, or Randy Valerio, and see any podcast we've been a guest that's on. Right. He's been on so, our podcast. And uh, I've been last, on theirs. Last spring. So that's a good way. That's a little nice little avenue, a little side avenue into their podcast. Hear my episode, and then you can get into the Ready, Set, Blow podcast and make it a part of your podcasting life. We're sponsored, people. Fab, fit, fun. Woo! I love Fab, fit, fun. This is the perfect gift for any woman in your life. I'm going to say women. I'm going to make this gender specific because nothing makes me happier. And I, I'm not even saying this. When I get a new FabFitFun box, watching my girlfriend go through the FabFitFun box. Just put it on a table and leave the room. I just leave. No, I want. Jing- yeah, I want. Jingle wa- some keys. I and- jingle some keys. <laughs> She comes running in, and I go sneak behind a door, and I watch from behind the door, and I poke my head, little head out, and I watch as you know, as as someone as she turns into a different animal. She it's a little weekly gift or monthly gift. It, it comes every quarter, okay. give or take. But the the idea is that you're going to get a bunch of different things that for a low low price Got that it. you would have had to pay a lot of money for that you can pick and sample and try and it's all normal size goods they send you things four times a year one four, once for every season once for every season four times a year um but the beauty of it is it's full-size beauty products that you might have just passed in the store because you're like it's not i don't want to spend the money i don't want to put the money on myself i put it out she goes through it like a raccoon going through the garbage <laughs> It's unbelievable because... You put rocks in the lid and everything and she flips them right off? Flips the rocks off and she starts going through. All you see, if you looked above her head, just things flying in the air because you're not going to use everything in the box. That's not the plan. The plan is to get... If you find one thing that becomes a part of your routine for the rest of your days... Now it's a successful box. And girls now love to treasure found, hunt. Girls love to treasure hunt. You that's know this. the thing. They love to hunt and, and touch and put the creams on and the masks. And it's just a great thing to buy any woman in your life. If you have a friend. And watch. That's the fun for me. The fun for me isn't, isn't 
getting her the gift or her being happy. It's it's me watching her receive it and how she opens it. Like it's like an evolutionary experiment I'm doing. Like look how interested they are in the wrapping paper. Yes. And you don't have to remember to get it, it just comes every quarter. It just keeps on coming. Just like me. <laughs> Treat yourself with items in it such as uh listen, you could there's it says a choose this is the most confusing thing. Listen, That's I a lot of copy. I, I love this product. I think it's very easy. You love this guy. So if you read about the products online or dying, see, this isn't, listen, it's four times a year. You can customize it or let their amazing, amazing editors fill it up with great goodies for you. I let the editors do it because I just like taking choice out of my life. And FabFitFun makes a great gift for yourself or a loved one. Surprise your mom or sister with a summer box as a gift to show thanks. Full-size products. No sample sizes. Full-size beauty, fashion, home, fitness, and wellness products. And it's $49.99 a box. And I'm telling you, $49.99 sounds... You're like, well, that's a lot of money. No, 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 no. Every box has a retail value between $269.95 and $467.95. Okay? That's a pretty big range. But... If you're getting the low end of that range, you're still pretty happy for, for just forty nine ninety nine. It's it's really depending on how much you customize. Mm-hmm. So yeah. many products, individual value is more than the entire box. I will speak to that. There's certain creams in there that you're like, wow. I get the whole rundown. That's the other thing. Dude, she'll go through it, and then she'll find the thing she likes, and then she'll go, this costs blankety blank in the store and i'll go okay and then she'll run to the bathroom and use her right have away. you seen the prices of these creams dude? it's quite out of control it's worth so, more than so cocaine. <laughs> sign up for fab fit fun today these boxes always sell out use my code jtrain 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 to get ten dollars off your first box go to fabfitfun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a wife life well lived use promo code jtrain 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 to get ten dollars off your first box so that's 39.99 now now you're getting a box that's two sixty nine ninety five for thirty nine ninety five ninety nine. There's your free money, baby. Arbitrage. That's over two hundred dollars for only thirty nine ninety nine. Go to fabfitfun.com. Use code JTrain. JTrain. JTrain to get ten dollars off your first FabFitFun box. Let's do some emails. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. Here we go. Allah send your freed. I took a short break from the pod. Ever since I embarrassed myself tr- by drunk DMing you to correct your Spanish. <laughs> yeah, uh-oh. Please understand this is out of character. I don't mind fucking around over Instagram, but, like, have some sense of humor. Anyways, I'm back and I need help. I'm 23 years old, college grad from the States, living and working in Chile for the year. That's brilliant. I'm also recently single and on the hunt for some spicy encounters. I can't say I have any trouble meeting guys here, but it's taking it to the next step that's been the issue. Honestly, I can't seem to get laid. I thought maybe this was a cultural thing, talking to other Chilean men. I've only received this input. A, I'm intimidating... Intimidating them to, to to them due to my looks and independence, even if I believe this, how could it be the case if I'm making a conscious effort to be approachable or if I've already kissed them? B, men are here are flaky because they don't want to get serious, my rebuttal being that I similarly don't just want to have something casual. I've had my fair share of makeouts, such here uh, and such here, but not much more than that. I know that cultural differences may be a big factor here, but there's got to be something I can do differently to resolve my situation. Any advice is appreciated. Uh, so this is us. We took a picture together. Good to see you. Uh, any thoughts for her in Chile? It's called Sexless in South America. Dude, I mean. You ever traveled abroad? I have. I was actually in uh, Colombia earlier this year. Beautiful place. We're, I mean, are you single? Were you able? Oh, I'm single. Okay, baby. so were you able to? Oh yeah, yeah. But in, in Colombia. In Colombia. How did that happen? Do you what 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 uh, happened? There? I've been down there before. Um, yeah. So I met some some ladies on there before, and I met up with them again, and through them you meet their friends, and that's how things happen. You know? Okay. But uh, I mean, for her, I would say. I mean, well, one, does she speak the language? Because that might be a problem. She corrected my Spanish, so I'm guessing, I'm guessing she's, she does. She's doing okay. She thinks she's doing okay. Uh, I haven't been to Chile, but I mean, she she looks like a very, a very attractive woman. I can't imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine you know them finding her unattractive. Um, I would say you got to be. She has to be a little more forward. I mean, Latin women are certainly much more sexual than uh, my experience than women here in the states. They're, they're much more forward about it. They'll tell you if they like it. They'll get you. They'll, you know, 
they'll they'll show an interest. They'll t- sort sure. of get more aggressive about it. And uh, maybe that's what she needs to do. I think also she has to realize what she has to be honest with herself of what casual means to her. Yes. So she's saying, "Listen, men are flaky, but I don't want I don't want anything. I want to be casual too." Okay, make sure that your definition of casual is what you think a man's definition of casual. Here's yeah. a man's definition of casual. We have sex. We never speak again until we speak again and have sex again. Yeah. That's, that's I mean. That's so, the best casual as you want it to get. Yeah. That's what, you know, when men say casual, that's kind of what we mean. Yeah. It's not, you know, when we say, oh, let's do this again after having one casual fling, you know, it, it, it's, it's more like, okay, let's keep texting until this is so convenient for both of us. Exactly. So this is kind of the... The problem is that, and I do understand her problem. You're in a scary, different country. Yeah. Not to say Chile, Chile is scary, but anywhere different that doesn't speak isn't your it's not original your culture. Language. Yeah. It's just scary in general. So you need to be proactive and understand kind of the things that make men tick in that way. My also advice to her: get a group. Yes. What you said about how you hooked up in Colombia is the savior for her in Chile. Yeah, well, that was going to be my next thing. She's got to find, make some uh, Chilean female friends, and they can give her the right advice on how to get a Chilean man. Sure. That's, I, I and mean, and even, if she's hanging out with Chilean women, she's going to be around a lot more Chilean men. Chilean women. Chile, I also think just other women in general. Yeah. Having a group where you guys can hang out and have fun because men, the intimidation thing is overblown but true. Men aren't intimidated by women. Men are, humans are intimidated by getting turned down. Yes, rejection hurts. Rejection fucking sucks, male or female. So my advice to her is when you're with a group, a man will feel more comfortable coming up with his group. Yes. Because there's protection in numbers. You protect your ego. You protect your emotion. And then when he comes over with more people, then, oh, now you can siphon off the one guy that you start talking to. Now you're going to be casual. Make sure you have the definition of casual understood from his end. I'm not saying that has to be your definition of casual, but understand the beast that you are fighting. Yes. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Randy Valerio. At Randy Valerio. Go follow. Go support. I love this. The X Factor. Uh Uh-oh. Jared, huge fan of the J Train. Uh, Keep up the good work. Recently, I met a guy through a mutual friend. We're the same age, mid to late 20s. We have went out on several times, but haven't been too physical. The biggest concern I have is is his relationship with his ex. He broke up with his ex four and a half years ago, about uh, of four and a half, half years, about six months ago. But they have still been talking online. They were both each other's final, ser- uh, first serious relationship. Uh, the only reason they broke up is long distance. Ooh. Neither of them would want to move to the other person's city because of work and family at their own city. Uh, so there's no bad blood between them. I understand four and a half years is a long time, but them still talking made me feel very uncomfortable. This past weekend, his ex flew to our city and picked up all her stuff from his place. They had dinner and did some catch-up, which to me is weird. I don't think that's as weird. Okay, I appreciate that he's been very transparent to me about everything, but I also feel that he's just clueless and doesn't know it's a bad situation for me to get into. Or he knows, but just can't control the situation or his emotions. He told me at dinner they realized they both had had moved on, although emotionally still a little tough to hear. They both have started seeing other people. He and I went on a day trip on Saturday, but on Sunday he and his ex had lunch again. He told me she flew here for him and to pick up her stuff, also because they are still friends, so he feels obligated to have lunch with her. After lunch, she picked up her stuff and went to the airport. I met with him that evening, and he told me they agreed to try not to contact each other anymore so they can both really move on. I want to have a serious relationship with a guy that's fully committed. I don't know if if he's worth me getting emotionally involved. I don't want to waste my time by getting hurt. But I really like spending time with him, and they're both we're both attracted to each other. He's a very nice person. Should I continue seeing him, or should I save myself these headaches? What do you think? I mean, I don't. Th- I think uh, ugh, that's tough. I mean, like four and a half years, six months. He might not be fully over it emotionally. It doesn't sound like it. It doesn't sound like it. You know, I think um, that that's a that's a big thing. Yeah, six months. You know, and it says I recently met a guy through a mutual friend, same age. We don't even know how long, if they've been broken up six months, but how long have they been kind of yeah. doing this? It is nice that he's been transparent about the ex, but this line that she writes, um, 
the the idea that they're blaming this ending on um, the, the distance move only. Yeah. It, it means that they haven't really come to terms with they're not the one yes so if he hasn't even closed the book on her not being the one for him how could he reopen a new book yeah and, and look, and, and she has to be honest that with That doesn't him. mean he can't fuck other people. That's the oh, thing. That's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. If that's you're a, okay with that a, lady... But that's, yeah. but that's a confusing part for her. Yes. She's with this guy who she's like, he's physical with me. We're going to have a great time together. But there's a book still open. Yeah, he might very well like you, but he still has feelings for this other woman. And, yeah. and, and she has to be honest and tell him that, look, this makes me entirely uncomfortable that this is still going on like this, that, that you were talking to her, that you, yeah. had, you, know, that you still have it feelings for her. It sounds like she was you know, pretty honest with him. But I mean, if she wants to have a real relationship with him, you have to tell him that and not be like, you know, uh, sort of seems like she's holding back on telling him like this, like put your foot in the sand, yeah. put a line in the sand instead of the mirror her. And if he's not completely over it, then, you know, I mean, after lunch, she picked up her stuff and went to the airport. I met with him that evening and he told me that they agreed to not contact each other anymore. We'll see. So, well, but the thing is, they agreed to not. So and then she writes so they can both really move on. So they have. So it. that's the yeah. thing. He's and he, this happens a lot where it's like when a relationship ends, there's one less person to talk to, text and hug. OK. Oh, yeah. That's a void. That's a void that, as humans, we want to fill. Sometimes, a lot of times, people fill it with the person they just left. That's why people get back together in bad relationships. Oh, yeah, the on again, off again? Yeah. yeah. But then, a lot of times, you find someone new, and you're like, wow, this person's really texting with me. We're vibing. And it's like, yeah, you're kind of filling in this space that was just gone. So, you know, what's his... You know, I do talk a lot about on this podcast about, like, Women, you know, men being scared off about women not really having taste. They just want uh, a guy, a body yeah. next to them. They just want to be out of, yeah. they just want to be, be not alone. dating yeah. anymore. And, and But this is true for men, too. What he's doing is kind of the male version, like the relationship guy. Jumps from one relationship yep. to the next one. And it's because he doesn't really have taste. He's sitting there going... Well, I needed someone to, you know, to fit in this spot in the bed. Yeah, four hours of texting, <laughs> talking, and having sex, and I don't do it all day now. Like exactly. I fill, that, fill that gap. And, and at that. some point, the, the, the concern for her is she's sitting there waiting to have him have this conversation where he's like, listen, I got to be single he? for a little bit. Why would he if he can fill in the hole, you know? What's that? Like, why would, why would he not hang out with her and still want his ex-girlfriend? He's, of course, he's going to keep her around. Like, uh, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Look, but then there's going to be a certain point. What I what I mean is where she's just the next. You know, yeah. there's this thing in uh, in in sports. I know we have a lot of you know, like listeners. Maybe you're not a. You don't want to follow the legend. Okay, <laughs> that's right. You don't want to be the coach that follows John Wooden. You don't yeah. want to be the coach that follows who's the dude, my uh, coach K. You don't want to be the next one. Yeah. Okay, Penn State, tough example because of the history <laughs> there. But Joe Paterno is a legendary coach, whether you want to admit that or not. Yeah. He's a legendary coach. The next, who's the next guy that comes out? You don't want to be the the shorts, you know, the short stuff for the Yankees that replaces Derek Jeter. I don't know his name, even though he's doing actually a great job. Uh, but I'm saying you know, he's don't, not Derek Jeter. He's not Derek. You're yeah. never going to be Derek Jeter. Yeah. That's the same for the guy who's in the four and a half year relationship. That's a, a, under a year out. You're and anyone, not guy, guy or girl. It's tough to replace a legend. So when you are the next person after the five years of dating, his first love, apparently the, his first yeah. love, you're not going to be. You know, and it's unless you, I would just want to be on the same wavelength as the guy. Like, if I'm a woman or a guy out there dating someone that's five out of a five year relationship, I want to be in the same. I just want to have fun. I yes. just want someone to fuck around with. I want someone to get too fucking wasted with and not have to worry about their feelings. Like, yeah. I would want to find someone on that wavelength. It's weird to go from five year relationship to next relationship because have you gotten over these things? Have you taken a lot of times after a breakup, you got to. You gotta like assess these things. It takes you have time. to do. You have to do a review. What went wrong? What went good? What do I need to do? You have to have personal evaluation. He's left. What he's done is he's skipped all personal evaluation and put you in the place right of looking in. in the mirror. Yep.
jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. How long do you usually take off after breakups, you think? Do you have um, a timetable? I've, no, but I, I, I say this because I've made the mistake. No, so have I. That's why. It's yeah. A, so I, I try to keep it to about four weeks for every year I've dated a girl. So oh, okay. I, I mean, that's a good, that's a good way to thumb, go about it. A rule of thumb. I love that rule. I mean, I don't like rules in general for no. dating. Like, it but can happen least, either way. Like, you can jump right in right away, and you don't want to do that. It can happen. Yeah. But it, the thing is, don't... The advice on this podcast is don't look to the extremes to be the normal. Mm. You know, like, don't say, well, people get into relationships after that. You know, I have a friend that got yeah, married. One person did it. It's, it's like, like uh, no, 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 no. People need time to readjust. I mean, I've been that person where... Uh, something ended and then the next minute I'm in something else and I go, ugh, I didn't even get to like think of this whole thing. I didn't even get to grow as a person. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Hey dad, love the pod. Um, have done the full array of feathering <laughs> you so often request. Thank you. Uh, hey, and listen, if you're listening right now, make your Instagram story. Do that. Totes breathe. Feather those nuts. After listening to your episode with Remy, Remy Kesemir, who was on and she has her podcast, the How Come Podcast, I have a question that might re- resonate with other girls. I've never been able to orgasm. Should I tell guys I'm with? Ooh. Should I tell guys I'm with? Uh, I don't want them to feel insecure since I love having sex and getting them off. I know if a guy told me this, I would be kind of thrown. Yes, I know this is hypocritical. I don't think it's hypocritical. You're admitting yeah. to if I feel this way, someone else might feel a certain way. Yeah, that's okay. I know guys don't want girls to fake it, and it's not like I'm pretending to scream. But I often, when the guy finishes and asks if I have two, I find it easier to just say yeah than have to have him awkwardly go down on me again when I know it's not going to happen. Hopefully one day soon, and with the help of uh, Remy's podcast where she talks about getting off, I'll be able to finish, uh, but for now, which would you rather? A girl who keeps it quiet or a girl who is upfront about the fact that she's probably not going to happen, ever? This is an embarrassing email, LOL. Listen, I'm happy you send it yeah. in. Um, what do you think? Uh, would you want to know or not? Would I want to know? Uh, sure, so as not to waste time. I mean, but frankly, I would I would ask her. It's like, hey, why don't why, is this something you want me to help you work on? Like, uh, can, can we get some tools in here? Do you, well, uh, do you experiment with yourself? Is there anything that you know works? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I do think that's like a part of her problem. Her question is a part of her problem. Yeah, to me, I I, I don't know the you know the intricacies of her body, but I'm saying I would think that. The reason she's not getting off or a part of it is that she's not communicating with these guys. Yeah. And especially when you say the one thing that's hard to hear is it's never going to happen. And it's like also having that mindset might stop her from she might get in her head about it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When you think like, well, there's no chance, you know, then you're not even letting your body, your mind and body go together on this ride. Yeah. Um, I would want to know. Uh, and I do understand. I would. I would. But I would also. You have to be when you reveal something about yourself. You have to be okay with the questions that come back. Yes. She writes. Uh, I know if a guy told me this would be, I would kind of be thrown. Yes, I know this is hypocritical. That's the attitude that gets you out of conversations. Yeah. No, it's not hypocritical. You're just being honest with how you feel when something is told to you. That does being honest. Does, what we. There's, we're living in a day and age where intent isn't taken into well, the, worst. the thing, the words that are coming out of people's yeah. mouths. So it's like <coughs> when, <coughs> when someone says to you, hey, I've never had an orgasm, and you go, oh, really? Saying, oh, really, doesn't mean, well, you fucking idiot, you yeah, loser. Exactly. It, it means, oh, really? Well, well why, would, yeah. why hasn't it happened? Have you, have you, try, and have you tried And the questions come flying things? out of me. What? I'd be like, hey, have you tried this? Do you masturbate? How often? Yes. Have you talked to a woman about this? Have you got, have you, you know, whatever. You know, what you're going to find is it's going to make you closer with the guy sexually. Because now you're going to start talking. Well, what feels good? What doesn't feel good? What makes you get off track? Because I know a lot of times uh, with, with, with women orgasming, in my experience, it's felt like, you're working up a mountain and then sometimes you slip back down. Yeah. So it's like, what makes you slip back down the mountain? Is it, is it certain touch? Is it certain feel? And all of these questions 
will make you feel more comfortable. It kind of makes you melt into each other a little bit. Yeah, more. and you get less and less shy, and you open up a little bit, and that, it's got to make it easier to get I, off. Totally. I think this will help you revealing this to guys. Yeah, what's the worst thing He tries harder. And he tries harder. <laughs> also, get in front of it. Yeah. I think like what she's saying when she's like, well, he'll come in and ask if I did too, and I don't want to make him go down to me. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe if you said it in the beginning, yeah. where it's like, hey, I, I just want to let you know, it's I, I've never really orgasmed. The guy trouble. would take that as a, well, what, you know, maybe it would take that as a cue for like, well, let's talk this through. Yeah. Let me make you feel more comfortable. Let me be a, and, and the guys who don't do that, those Welcome. are the ones where you go, eh, I'm going to get going. Yeah, you know sooner. Not, time you to go. Yourself, yeah, yeah. yeah, time to leave. I, uh, even before, and you'd say, well, that's awkward. Well, yeah, life is a little bit awkward and uncomfortable. So, yeah. hey, uh, I just revealed this nice thing about me, and you're not even like, you know, working this out with me. Uh, you know, I'm going to get going. <laughs> nice to meet you. Go, you know, go, you know, go masturbate in the toilet. J Train Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored, people. I love this sponsor because I just used it. I just used it. Blowfish, blowfish, blowfish. It's for hangovers. The older I get, the rougher my hangovers are getting, and I want out hard. I went out hard in Nashville. Nashtown, you did it to me. Great drinking town. Let me reiterate. I don't want people thinking that I don't like Nashville. Love that town. We're going back for the U Up Lives. It's a, it's a spectacular place with food that's just okay. Bring your blowfish, though. I brought my blowfish, and it was spectacular. Okay, some blowfish. It's the only hangover product with a formulation that's recognized by the FDA as safe and effective, and it gets to work fast in about 15 minutes. Just drop two blowfish tablets in water and drink up when the fizzing stops. It's a combination of aspirin and caffeine, but the magic is effervescence, so it works twice as fast as regular pills. Plus, the caffeine and blowfish blowfish is is and is much there's caffeine and blowfish and is much much gentler on your stomach than coffee and about one dollar a hangover stocking up is pretty much a no-brainer i use it in nashville got me right back to going i got to go to the gym it didn't get me off my schedule i wasn't eating as unhealthy as i would I this all some, plays into it it's great i got some extras here so Plus, it's a money-back guarantee. If this doesn't work for you, better than a greasy egg sandwich and a Gatorade, they will <laughs> give you your money back. The worst feeling in the world is going out and searching for hangover cure while you're already hungover. So get your supply of blowfish today. It's like having hangover insurance. And if I know the audience, which I do, you're going to need it. Uh, why is it named Blowfish? Because they tested it, and that's the only name hangover, hungover people could remember. So remember it. Blowfish. Right now, they're offering our listeners 20, that's 20, 20% off at, for, at 4hangovers.com slash JTrain. F-O-R hangovers.com slash JTrain. F-O-R, uh, F-O-R hangovers.com slash JTrain. That's 20% off your first order of Blowfish at 4hangovers.com slash JTrain. Forhangovers.com slash J Train. Let's do one more email. Let's we got it, the time. Maybe a couple more. We'll figure it out. I mean, I love we're here with Randy Valerio at Randy Valerio on Instagram. Um, hi, Jared Shelby and guest. Please decipher the following for me. I was dating this guy for about two months. He asked me to be his girlfriend after a month. And this past weekend, he broke up with me because he said his work is, is the priority at the moment. And he doesn't think about me as much as he should during the week when we don't see each other. That's, pr That's pretty fucking honest. It's pretty honest. It's also... Unnecessary. Well, it's unnecessary. <laughs> you know, you know what's interesting about that explanation? I, shit, I love man. this. I love these types of emails because the way she wrote it, it's so honest, it's dishonest. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense to you. She's only giving it one side, you think? No. I think she's telling the exact story of how it happened. But the way she wrote it, I was dating this guy for about two months. He asked me to be his girlfriend for after a month. And this past weekend, he broke up with me because he said his work is the priority at the moment. And he doesn't think about me as much as he should during the week when we don't see each other. So we only see each other on weekends, something we both agreed on because it's healthy since we both just started new jobs. 
He showed no previous signs of being not okay with the relationship, and I thought we were going the right path. But then he adds on. But then he adds on that he thinks his girlfriend and he uh, that thinks the girlfriend he has now will be his future wife, and he just doesn't see it with me. Even though he keeps reassuring that he has not seen anything he doesn't like about me, um. Uh, the conversation eventually got to him admitting that he realized he just doesn't like me anymore. What the fuck just happened? Why did he lie about things being okay then? I feel so blindsided and confused because I just didn't see him feeling this way before at all. What do you think? Wait, so he was dating somebody else? What was that? No, he, so he showed me no previous signs not being okay with the relationship and thought we were going on the right path. But then he adds that he thinks that the girlfriend that he has right now, whoever that may be, okay. would be his future wife. And he just doesn't see it with me, even though he keeps reassuring uh, that he has not seen anything he doesn't like about me. The conversation eventually got to the, him admitting that he realized he doesn't want to like me anymore. Oh, it sounds like he's stringing her along. Well, I'll say this. What he did is another version of getting of getting with a girl. And I, I I understand that like now there's so many versions of trying to have sex that like it feels like they're all just to have sex. So I can understand why someone <laughs> listening would be like, Whoa, this too? Yeah. Um I get what I, I understand that feedback, but I, I'll say sometimes if there's a guy out there who has no quote unquote game. His way in is to be so upfront of giving the girl what he thinks girls want uh, that he gets them in. So he was like, you know, it is he goes weird. right to the girlfriend and then, and then backed off when he realized it wasn't what he wanted at all. And now because he's broken up with her, he's not a ghoster, so he's not an asshole. He's gone reverse asshole to be an asshole. Gotcha. So like she said, we've been dating, seeing this guy for two months. He asked me to be his girlfriend about a month. At that point, that's I, a little much. It's a little much. Yeah. After a month, when they only see each other on weekends, yeah. So they hung out four times. Four to eight times at most. Yeah, four to eight times at most. And then he was like, and then he's like, "Will you be my girlfriend?" It's a little too mechanical. It's almost like that to me is a is a robot doing the things they think a human does yeah so when you go four dates now we are in relationship that his way in his way out is the way in so he goes oh we'll be in a relationship and then he gets in and he goes well now i break up with you because you're not gonna be my future wife and it's like now he's almost taken himself out of being the asshole who strings along? Yeah, he's being honest. Like, oh, I'm not into you anymore. I'm just, I'm just telling you up front now. Which, how can he change in a, in a month's time? He didn't. He, he never did. He, he never, never even it. gave yeah. it a shot. Yeah. What he did, he goes, "Man, we've been in this four weeks. I'm having fun. Let's. Uh, I'll be a. Gr- I'll be the boyfriend." And then he was like, "Eh, it didn't really matter that much to him." He was like, oh, "I don't really feel this. I'm gonna break up with her so that there's a definitive ending." Yeah. And and now she can go. Well, why? And he goes, I don't want to marry you. And it's like, no, no, no. I didn't give this even a shot. I basically, I'll date girls for four months, two months at a time for the rest of my life because yeah. I'll get to fuck two different girls every two months. Yeah, by telling them they're my girlfriend. Yeah, by telling them they're my girlfriend. Yeah. And that, like, I don't know if he did that knowingly. I don't, I don't think he was that maniacal, but like us looking at this situation. That's MO. That it's seems just, yeah, to be, like, I wouldn't be surprised if this guy, the next girl he dates, he's like, same, I thing. Want, same exact yeah. thing happened. Where yeah. and then because he goes now I've got the fuck I don't really see it because he hasn't really uh, yeah. tried I'm not and, a bad guy because I I was she was my girlfriend now yep. she's not yep yeah. and now um, so he's absolving himself of any wrongdoing by making them their girlfriend by exa- saying they're his girlfriend exactly. and then breaking up with them a week later here's the thing about relationships they're all messy they all don't go like that if you feel like it's a robotic situation we hung out for it, uh, where he's even saying to you hey. We got new jobs. We only hang yeah, out weekends. Already. No, three no, no, weeks what, in. What three the, weeks in. How was that even? No, yeah. no, no. You never got together on a Thursday like, yeah. hey, let's do drinks and get a little fucked up. And I've had, I've had new jobs. I still, if I'm really into a chick, you yeah, always make time. Guys make will the, always make time if they're really into a woman. Totally. So for me hearing this, when it's so robotic, you have to realize robotic is not how relationships are. It's messy. It's art. It's feelings. It's emotions. For him to go, well, we only hang out on Saturdays because new job, new job. It's like, what do you do? Order for the girl at the restaurant, too? <laughs> like, it doesn't. 
J Train Podcast at gmail.com. And a month in, if a guy wants to date you on a month in, I'd be wary of it. Yeah, immediately. It, it's a little too. Why do you like me so much? Yeah, I don't trust anyone that likes me that much. Yeah, you have to have yeah. a little bit of, you know, a little, d- yeah. a little doubt goes a long way. Also, it's a little more sexy. Randy Valerio, thank you for coming on. Dude, thanks for having me, J Train. Pleasure. Happy for happy for your success, man. Dude, Fucking every, blew up. No, I'm I'm just a normal guy who <laughs> flies first class and gets mad at how people put their bags above the seat. That's right. No guitars. The the plane police check them. <laughs> <laughs> check the guitars. Shelby, thank you for popping in. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Randy Valerio, thank you. Thank you, bud. At Randy Valerio on Instagram. Ready, set, blow. That's the podcast every Wednesday, August second. Nick's Comedy Stop in Boston. That's a fun night. Chase Abel, Randy Valerio, friends of the pod, Fops. Go check them out. I'm Jared Freed. Seattle. Seattle. Get me that tossed salad. and That's right. Get those tickets, Seattle. JaredFreed.com. That's where you can get it. That's right. And scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused, but baby, I got you, Pat. I don't want nothing to do with those all salads and scrambled eggs. We'll see you next episode. Again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. What is a boy to do? Now let me see if I understand you. The problem I see.